It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Whether it's homecoming or brunch with the girls, add an exclamation point to the menu with the Bronx-owned Ghetto Gastro's waffle mix and syrup and slutty vegans' tasty dips. Even better, make it a party with fun games like Lyrically Correct and Culture Karaoke. Discover more ways to tap in with Black-owned or founded products for your next social gathering. And oh, by the way, did you know Target's bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge? A creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors. Keep an eye out for Target Scholars as well, a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash BlackBeyondMeasure. You know what else Target is doing? They're sponsoring season two of Illuminating Intersectionality, hosted by myself, Chef Jade, Dr. Takia Robinson, and Fran of Hey Fran Hey. It's a three-part series, season two, that discusses intersectionality as Black women in different spaces. And in this particular season, we are covering what? HBCUs. Illuminating Intersectionality drops homecoming week. Make sure you listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to the colorful world of Skittles. Skittles brings you a jolt of five fruity flavors in every bite, giving you the chance to taste the rainbow like never before. Break free from the ordinary day-to-day with the help of Skittles Chewy Candy. Skittles is a must in my candy jar, movie snack, even my secret, so an afternoon pick-me-up. And I don't even care who knows it. Add a splash of joy to your day with Skittles. There's nothing better than fruity fun that tickles your taste buds. Taste the rainbow. Last night, I dreamt of San Pedro, just like I'd never gone. I knew the song, young girl with eyes like the desert. It seems like yesterday, not far away, tropical, the island breeze, all of nature wild and free. This is where I long to be, La Isla Bonita. And when the samba played, the sun would set so high, ring through my ears and sing my eyes, your Spanish lullaby. Boop, 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 boop. You know that song? I feel like I do. I don't think I know the words, but I definitely recognize the tune. It is Madonna, La Isla Bonita. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I did that for for Latin Heritage Month, yes. even though Madonna is not Latina. In no way. In no way. But praise the Lord, niggas, nonetheless. Praise the Lord, niggas. Como estas? Bien. Como la flor. Bien, bien. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. We, shout out to uh, my... Shout out to my friend, uh, my friend Des. I went to brunch with Des, Keisha, Janaya, and Renee over the weekend, and we were mm-hmm. talking about Selena. And uh, oh, Des was queen. like, "A happy Reina. Hispanic Heritage Month to everyone except Yolanda." Oh! <laughs> Agreed. I remember. <laughs> I was like, this "I can is, stand behind that messaging." This is very bad, but 
when I used to work at the jazz club, uh-huh. we, you know, we got all the acts. So we had um, a Mexican singer come in. She had a residency for like a week. And the first day she got up there, mama looked just like Yolanda Salvador. Oh my God. Is it Salvador? I was like, anyway. Is it Salazar? It, maybe it's Salazar. Yeah. Yolanda. Wait, Yolanda. Whatever. It don't matter. The bitch, Yolanda. And so <laughs> the lady looked just like her. And it took every, when I tell you all of the self-control in me not to boo her whole performance. Boo. Because I, you know I, love a boo. I was like, you, know I I was like, you counsel it <laughs> You know, I love a boo. Boo. Tomato, boo. tomato. Tomato. You know, I do too. <laughs> I love a boo. Boo. boo we do. Boo. Here at Getting Grown, we do very much love a boo. We very much believe in shame in the proper facets. <laughs> I boo everywhere. Everywhere. Same. I boo in church. I boo at work. <laughs> Same. I mean, say boo. something that I disagree with. I'm and like, keep it, boo. Yeah, and you keep it at an alto boo. That's really disrespectful. Boo. 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 Tomato. Tomato. Is, my, is it alto or is it tenor? What am I? Your boo, that that what you just did was kind of tenor ish. It was a tenor boo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm a tenor boo. <laughs> I love I love a good boo, but yes, boos are always appropriate. Boos oh. are always appropriate, and I want you all to do more of that. Also, just a little side note, a little tidbit: you, if somebody flicks you off in the car, if people are still doing that, blow them a kiss. It pisses <laughs> them <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've stopped throwing bananas. I've stopped throwing bananas. things out the car. Thank God I've you started stopped blowing bananas. kisses. I, I I stopped bananas years ago. Like you all have seen the growth and the evolution I of have. me. I have. <laughs> I have. Just, I have just seen. in this seven I saw years. Jay threw a Chick-fil-A drink at somebody's I car. Did. Now she fully and deserved it. I, I just want you all to know. We was gonna be when fighting. people get funny, I get hilarious. Oh but gosh. I've stopped so much of that because people are not well. Yes. Um, and yes. so. I'm so glad. But blow them a kiss, baby. Would I tell you a proper way to piss somebody <laughs> off? <laughs> how, are you do- how are you doing, sis? How are you doing, sis? I'm all right. I'm trying to avoid getting my child's cold. Um, oh, the children and their germs, huh? Petri dishes. Little Petri nuggets. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I mean, when I tell you I am, I don't know how our mothers and our grandmothers, like shout out to them. I know we've had some conversations around the challenges, but shout out to them for the things that we won't do. Cause hmm. like, there's a few things I like, you're not cuddling all up on me Move with your cold. I love you so much. Go from away from here. me with this Apollo. Go away oh, from no me. one knows. I'd be like, put the mask on in the house when you have the cold, <laughs> put it on. Go on the couch, Do make not an touch island. Me. <laughs> touch me not. You know, I feed her, I nourish her. She's had all the smooth. When I try to hide all the things in the smoothies, it's spinach. I put sea moss. I put all the things so that like she can get all the nutrients. You know, I take care of her all day, but I'm take care of her from over here because we can't both be sick. This is counterproductive to you know this household moving the way that it should. So I, I am with I am with these preventative measures that you're taking. I'm that mom. I'm Fully sure somebody's subscribe. listening. They're like, I let my baby snot all over me. And that's so good for you. I love that for yes. you. But for None as for me and this in the Verrett household, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do not allow my sick child to lay on me. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> yes. And she still knows that I love her. And I practice gentle parenting. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so, and I think there's a, a tolerance grandmothers have that even mothers don't have because it was my mother-in-law's birthday the other day. Shout out to her. And that's how I knew Noah wasn't feeling well because mm-hmm. she was like, um, I can't go to Nana's dinner because I'm not feeling well and I don't want to get anybody else uh-huh. sick. I was like, oh, oh, you really... Uh- you really not doing good. Guess who stopped by the house after dinner? Nana. Cause she don't I was care like, Nana, we got to do a, we got to do, I said, we got to do a COVID. I did one. She doesn't have COVID. It's a cold. But I said, we got to do a COVID test and stuff. Like, we don't want to get you sick. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> I said, I don't She's like, that. come my honey. And Aww. no goes. And she just holds on to her. I was like, oh, I'm so glad someone's touching her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I've not touched her in days. This is wonderful. Love her. I touched, She touched me for 10 months. So I think I'm well within my right to say I don't want this cold. <laughs> I'm still a great mom. <laughs> this is going to be a Noah's mother I'm episode still a great in mom. years to come. <laughs> still great. But you know, my mom just wouldn't touch me when I was sick. No. She acted like I had leprosy. She did every time. And she still does, if I'm being completely honest. It's true. And yes. I will cover with the episode too, but I... It is. It it's is. me. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. I am the problem. <laughs> How are you, sister? I don't have any complaints. I'm safe. I have what I need. I'm moving through the days and weeks and counting down into my next vacation. I don't know when that will be, but we got a little project dropping <laughs> next week. <laughs> Very exciting. Exciting. Very exciting times. Exciting times down at Burger King. We are, listen, when I say that before Target comes Hello? and they're like, Jade. They're going to be like, uh, notes. We are sick of your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Illuminating intersectionality. Yes, we are bike. We are bike, it's bike for season two of uh, Illuminating yes. Intersectionality. This season, we are still applying intersectionality's tools. Um, and language as a lens for exploring and illuminating the experiences of black women. Uh, but this time we are uh, focusing on the experiences of black women at historically black colleges and universities. Mm-hmm. Uh, HBCUs, that's right. We are helping Target to celebrate HBCUs by uh, focusing on this special demographic of institutions of higher education uh, and we're and we're coming back to you guys with three new podcast pa- three new podcast episodes uh, uh, you know under the illuminating intersectionality uh, show so we're excited yeah um no this does not mean that you know you guys are getting a new weekly podcast Mm-mm. but illuminated intersectionality is its own series brought to you by target mm-hmm. and black beyond measure and you know we put a lot of intention into these episodes lots of work. And so lots of work yes. and we hope that you all will definitely go and support and like and comment um it definitely helps us out And really listen to the content because each episode is different. Each episode carries uh, a beautiful weight within itself of information. Um, And each episode was produced and hosted by each of us. So it is not a video series this go around. Mm -hmm. It is an audio series. But that allowed us to put pour even more into um, the content itself. So without having to worry about being zhuzhy. You know what I mean? So... 
Um, yeah, go listen, go like, go subscribe, go rate five stars. Please keep your three. They do nothing. <laughs> and this is not a Chinese restaurant. A Chinese restaurant, if it has three stars, I know it's good because I know it's authentic. Mm-hmm. If it's got five stars, it means too many white people eat at it. That's correct. But as for this podcast, we don't, the three stars are not helpful. The five stars are. <laughs> So give it, give it a li- give all three episodes a listen. We very much appreciate you all for continuing to support us at every iteration of everything that we do. For sure, and we really do work hard and very intentionally to bring you all quality content, not clickable content. Ooh. So, period. So, so anyway. We have a wonderful show for you all today. Remember a couple weeks ago, Key and I discussed our current eras, yes. some of our past eras, what that looked like. Gratitude era. Beyonce was in her gratitude era, as are we. Correct. And so we want to, we asked you all to chime in and let us know what eras you're in and talk to us. And so this is going to be an episode. <clears throat> you are the visuals. We are going to be going through all of you all's, not all, but a good portion of your responses in regards to the eras that you are currently in. But we're going to take a little break, ski, ski, and we'll be back with our kitchen table. Ski, 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 ski. My sister's All right, in the way of shout outs, I'm very pleased to make an announcement. Jade and I recently had a photo shoot and we were both blessed to have our makeup expertly applied by a New York-based makeup artist named Mashuda. Yes. Uh, Yes. Yes, Mashuda did an excellent job on our makeup for our shoot. Hopefully you guys will see those images very soon, uh, howsoever. Oh, you will. <clears throat> Mashuda is having a makeup masterclass on November the 4th. Um, it's a masterclass in New York City. It's going to be filled with all creative fun. It's going to be a live demo of Mashuda doing her signature looks, uh, as well as, you know, you'll get all kinds of goodies and there'll be a special guest. You will learn mm-hmm. skin prep, makeup application, marketing and organization, um, and photo shoot tricks. Uh, and uh, what's included in the price, um, you know, you'll see a demonstration on a live model. There's a certification that comes with attending this class. Um, there's also gift bags and lots of hands-on training. We will, um, there's a link in the bio, in, in Mashuda's bio. We will make sure that that link will also be in the description box for uh, this episode. But November 4th, if you are in New York City uh, and would like to attend uh, this masterclass from this uh, celebrity makeup artist. Um, celebrity. Uh, please check it, check it out. Okay? Because yes. she had us looking real, 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 real good down to the photo shoot. Listen, did things to my face. I'd never had done before. Yes. What was the white stuff that was so, all over my so face? We all know that, that what well, you know, sort of a trade secret makeup artistry is the milk of magnesia uh, uh, helps to address issues of oil production on the skin. So if you give your mm. your your good your face a good coat of milk of magnesia, it will help keep you from getting oily throughout the day. Oh, so it's like which a, actually works. Yeah, it's a primer. It's a primer. 
And, uh, you know, it's something that we shouldn't really use every every single day. But if you're going to have a photo shoot or a day where you're special occasion or something where you need a full face, this can sort of help your makeup to have a little bit more staying power. Oh, and your girl is Wally. So, See, but it, you know, you, know. You, you didn't get greasy. You didn't get shiny one time while mm-hmm. we were shooting. And we went to no. brunch after and the face was still facing. It was still facing. Now, you know, eyelashes are always my yes. aversion Kryptonite. to everything. Yes. I'm always like, Ooh. But on camera, the eyelashes she put on me were exactly what needed yes. to be done. Yes. And, you know, we love a good face over here. So make sure you all check out the makeup class. The link will be in the description box. And go get you some good tips. I know that's right. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Three great words. Free Fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Bell one time on Friday. Separate participating McDonald's through 12-31-24. Excludes tax. Must opt into rewards. Your, this segment is brought to you by Target and Black Beyond Measure. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash BlackBeyondMeasure. And of course, Target is also sponsoring the new season of Illuminating Intersectionality, featuring myself, Chef Jade, Dr. Takia, and Fran of Hey Fran Hey. All right, welcome back to the Kitchen Table Talk. Now... Like we said in the intro a couple weeks ago, we did a, our era episode, and I felt like that was a it was a not a super planned episode, um, but really led to some really great conversation and uh, a great exploration. Right, mm-hmm. a, a time to sit down and process and kind of think about where you're at and be intentional with that. And we asked you all to share what eras you were in and so we got lots of responses we got some emails we got some we did a a instagram poll shout out to the team xd and mary um and so you know we want to see kind of if there's any trends in the eras that people are in right now you know what this is saying about us collectively as women as black women as femmes as However, you know, you identify in this particular era and then what era do we feel like we're entering as a society and shifting out of? So, sister, you want to read some of our um, sure. uh, responses that we got about certain c- current eras? So I think, you know, there's a lot of variation, but there are some sort of clusters or buckets of how the uh, responses generally fall. There are a good deal of us who are in the era of what I will characterize as like figuring it out. Um, Mm -hmm. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, people adjusting to changes in their circumstances and their conditions and their environments. Um, So there's like some processing, some active processing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, then I feel like there are some people who are clear that change and transition have happened, right? I'm in a new space um, and I am learning this new space, well, yes. personally or professionally. Um, and uh, then we have, you know, this, I think another sort of distinction is there are lots of folks who are being more intentional and focusing on ease and peace Mm -hmm. and cultivating better practices of self-love. Boundaries. Yeah. Like whatever that means, however, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to focus. This is the era that I focus on myself. This is the worry Mm -hmm. about myself era. (laughs) I'm worried about myself. I'm not worried about what's going on around me. I'm worried about myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think those are like the main three buckets. So in the in the, you know, figuring it out sort of space, there's lots of introspection. There's lots of reflection. And honestly, there's lots of what the fuck is happening. Like I want to <laughs> honestly acknowledge. I want to acknowledge that. And and just sort of say that that's okay. Mm-hmm. There is no pressure. Um, you, you, it's totally okay for you to have no idea. I'm in the era of I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, all, I, I'm. I'm always in the era. I've of been there. Now. I have absolutely yeah. been in the era of what, <laughs> what, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, many times over. Yes, currently, always. And I think that it's fair. <laughs> like you know, I think that that is something that comes with adulting. It comes with yes. us sort of acknowledging that there will be seasons of I don't know what's happening. And, it co- and there's an ease that comes along with an understanding that there will be seasons that you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, because I mean, then it, it relinquishes some of that pressure. Yes, because it's not a function of your failure. It's not a function yep. of you not trying hard enough. There will just be some seasons of life that are unexpected and weird and um, will throw you for a loop, whether mm-hmm. it be like a breakup or the loss of a relationship of any form, uh, you know, professional, romantic, personal, friendship, yeah. family. Um, Hormonal. Exactly. There are some folks in here, and I'm wholly relating all of our girls that are coming into this 40-plus era, this perimenopausal <laughs> season. <laughs> I love it. Let's talk about hormones, bitches. Like, <laughs> the changes in our bodies. Okay, the bodies are doing what they want. You hear me? They are, they are and will, and will continue to do it. They're they doing want. what they want to do. <laughs> um, my body and it's I bring me era. <laughs> my body oh. is like, hey girl, <laughs> it's my season of it's my world. <laughs> oh my 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 body's it's my party, and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, lots of reflection, lots of boundary setting. Many people were saying, "This is my season to say no." This is my season. Ooh, I like that. This is my season to protect my peace. This is my season to focus on self-worth, self-love, uh, learning what those things are. This is my introspective era. This is my era of intentional solitude, purposeful solitude. Ooh, with a C, yep. Intentional solitude yes, era. I want to be alone by myself and be okay with that. Um, I love that for us. Uh, also sort of like, you know, also reconnecting to my dreams I think Mm. is very powerful I'm reading a book that I got at the Woman Evolve conference Sarah Jakes Mm. wrote uh, her new book her latest book called All Hope is Found Um, and it talks about 
the distinctions between hope and faith, uh, the differences between them, but the relationship between them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and I was listening over the weekend, Dr. Anita Phillips was actually preaching in Sunday service. And she said, faith is the belief that it will happen. Hope is the belief that it will happen for me. Mm. And there's, Mm. there's so many of us, right. Who are people of faith. And we believe that that there that good things are possible, but sometimes mm-hmm. the disappointments and the conditions of life will, uh, and without you even realizing it, right, will con- will will condition you to stop believing that certain things will happen for you. Yes, and that's mm-hmm. really uh, a, mm. you know, especially oh, we've heard that. Yes, recently. as it relates to your timeline uh, and all of the uh, you know deadlines that we put on life milestones. If I'm not married mm-hmm. by this age, then I'm not going to get married. If I'm not a parent, if I by don't this have a age, baby by this. Yes, age. then I'm not mm-hmm. going to become. So like all of that stuff, um, and 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 I think in Sarah's book, it's been really helpful to to sort of. It was a call out for me because I hadn't realized all of the ways that my grief has sort of canceled some of the things, canceled or reframed or reshaped some of the ways that I used to see the world. Uh, Because, you know, and it's fair and and it's nobody's fault. But, you know, the disappointments of your life will make you reconsider whether or not this is something that you should keep wanting. But yeah. but there is some work that's involved <laughs> around uh, reconnecting to the hopes and dreams that we had as little children um, yes. and, and believing that regardless of the timeline, those things are still possible. So reconnecting yes. and recognizing, uh, you know, um, Bella Mexi, I think that's her name. She said, recognizing that your dreams are within reach. That's the era mm. that, that they are in. Mm. And I was like, that's powerful. And that really... That, that connected. Uh, also, folks were saying, this is the era where I'm getting my ish together, honey, because I'm and all do, over the place. Because 2024. Yes. Cyclical year. Yes. <laughs> uh, and we want to you know, have your of, shit together. Yeah, like like Beyonce, um, Autumn Glover said, I have all, this is the era that I have all that I need and want, and this is my contentment era. I'm content. Oh, wait. Oh, well, then you'll have some wonderful merch coming your way. Oh soon actually because you're safe and you have what you need yes okay uh oh naturally shelly yes i was just <laughs> speak about to, read to that. my soul go ahead i'm in my purging era get rid of, get rid of anything that no longer serves me yes <laughs> yeah you know that's my type of time in my, physically <laughs> mentally emotionally all of that yes i'm in my creative era uh i'm in i'm in my uh <laughs> I'm in my adulting with purpose era. <laughs> Rory Z said I'm in my float tank era. I hear that. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Bobby. I know that's, that's right. Bobby. That's Bobby's type of time. My baking era. I hear that. I mean, pursuing a new hobby. You know, I doing like what that. you want to do. You make it over there. Make a good socket to me cake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love a socket to me cake. I was going to say that is such a black cake. Do white people eat socket to me cake? I doubt it. I don't know, actually. It's probably so. That is like when my mother would make socket to me cake, I'd be like, oh, nigga, it's lit, nigga. Like, I would get so hyped for socket to me cake. I've got to I've got to do one. So black, you do have to do one. That is very black. Uh, in In the era of, I mean, in the realm of boundary setting, um, mm-hmm. 
Nothing but new said, this is the era of talk to me nice or don't speak to me at all. <laughs> talk to me nice. I, oh, I love this actually. Ma Peaches Natural says, I'm in my slowly blooming era. I think yeah. a lot of times uh, there's pressures to to be at, in a certain place, mm-hmm. wh- whether that be sexually, romantically, job-wise, whatever, where people will shame you for not being where they think you're supposed to be. And I love that Ma Peaches Natural is acknowledging that they are slowly blooming because it's not a race. It doesn't have to be quick. And I think that's beautiful. That's a beautiful acknowledgement. I love that one. I love that as well. Uh, Tamara B. 86 saying this is her growing pains era. I think that's mm-hmm. especially real because uh, p- uh, growing hurts. Hello. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Building muscle hurts. Getting stronger yeah. hurts. Okay. Kids are un- uncomfortable when they're growing. They have fevers. They're achy. They're Teething, irritable. All of these things. Yeah. All of these phases. When you are moving from one phase of life to the next, when you get your menstrual cycle for the first time, it hurts. When you when you have a baby for the first time, it hurts. There are things about there, menopause yes. that hurt. So when you're moving and progressing through the different phases of life, pain is often a sign of growth. And so a lot of us who may be hurting for yep. one reason or another, you know. Don't be discouraged by your pain. Your pain is often an indication that you're growing. And um, absolutely. And if I may also, pain can be associated, but but I like to look at a lot a lot of time as discomfort or challenge Mm. Um, because it's not. Pain, you know, sometimes can lead to just like, I fucking hate this shit. It does not feel good. And and I think that's true. Right. I think both can be true at the same time because we need to be transparent and acknowledge when something doesn't feel good. But I think also acknowledging that it is a challenging era and it's not one that you're going to stay in, Mm. you know, because a lot of growth and a lot of beautiful things come out of challenge. Yes. Yes. And similarly, uh, there's lots of folks in the responses talking about they are healing from one thing or another. This is my mm. era of healing. And similarly, one of the things that I've been sort of working on personally is reconceptualizing healing and what that mm-hmm. means. Healing doesn't always mm-hmm. feel good. I think sometimes we are, it's easy to believe that if something is healed, that means it's all better. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that can be the case in many cases, but in other, uh, you know, healing, you know, there, there, there's a wound that is left. Um, and and it's an action. It's, you know, and some wounds, you know, remain active uh, even mm-hmm. after the initial infection or initial trauma. And the work of healing is often something that we have to find ourselves doing, healing from emotional pain, mm-hmm. emotional loss. Um, And I want to acknowledge that healing is a season. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, seasons are time bound, but they often are reoccurring as Mm -hmm. well. And so like healing is is a marathon, not a race. There will be aspects of your healing. Um, And it's not linear in that way. Mm -hmm. It's much more cyclical than linear. So I want to offer... Uh, sort of encouragement and space and grace for people who are healing from physical ailments. Um, Mm. You know, uh, folks acknowledge that they were dealing with different diagnoses, diagnoses or um, Mm. 
uh, making intentions about putting that hole first in particular ways. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that growing pains, healing, all of that, all of that counts. Yes, very much so. Very much so. And we send you, we send you all a lot of love for those who are in their healing eras. Like we send you a lot of love during that because that that is a challenge, mm-hmm. and sometimes it can lead to a feeling of frustration and hopelessness because it's like, when am I going to get better? And that's not something that you have any control over. And so we hold you, we hold extra space for you all. Yeah. During those particular eras. We got some, um, oh, I like this too. The emails. Uh, Nakabira shedding. Mm. I'm in my shedding era. I like that. Yeah. I like the shedding. Um, yeah, we got some listener notes that I'm going to pull up. Yes, I pulled up one. I will start us okay. off. Um, start us off. This is from Kalisha. Uh, and you know, shout out to you, Kalisha, for being so honest and vulnerable. And I'm, I, I feel like your vulnerability is going to help a lot of people. So just wanted to shout you out and give you some thanks um, for sharing. Kalisha writes, Absolutely. "Hello, ladies." Uh, she writes, "Hello, ladies. I will be forty in a little over a month." So shout out to all the Scorpios. Uh, she says, ooh, I'm, ooh. <laughs> she says, "My little Taurus is with leather jackets." <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, she says, I'm officially an empty nester. I had my kids very young, so I have been in survival mode for many years, but it has eased over time. My son is 24 and living on his own, and my daughter is in her second year at Clemson University. They are thriving and doing so well, and I am as proud as any mother can be. But I am also a little lost because since I was 15, I have been someone's mother, head down, grinding. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, as my kids say, it's your time, mama. I am in my mm. transitional era, learning mm. learning what I really want, not uh, what will make everyone else happy or secure. It's scary and satisfying all at once. Listening to your show always gets me together. I sat in my car and just thought of all the ways I want to evolve. Thank you for being voices that make me feel seen and heard. Uh, that's from Kalisha. So, oh, Kalisha. <laughs> Thank you, Kalisha. And I, I shared your letter specifically because I know that you are not alone. And I say this mm-hmm. as a daughter of a single mom who actively is working on trying to push my mom into this space of mm-hmm. reconnecting with herself as a person, finding, recon- picking up her hobbies again, uh, you know, getting back to the things that bring her joy and peace and and happiness um, yeah. because so much of of her day-to-day activity is connected to taking care of things for other people. And I understand and fully respect that that's a part of who she is and that's that will always be a mm-hmm. part of who she is. But I, I want to also encourage her to to like you be uncom- be uncomfortable in this transitional era a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Because like you said, it's scary, but it's also satisfying to yes. um to learn what it is that you want and to accept that it's okay for you to want something. It's okay. It's okay. It's not only okay, but you are worth worthy of that. You deserve that. Um, That is, that is your birthright. That is your, that is your right to, Mm -hmm. uh, to, to want to find fulfillment 
in other things for yourself. So shout out to you, Kalisha, in your transitional era. It is your time, mama. And I hope you take it. I love that. Yes. I love the transitional because I think so many of us are in pivotal places, especially at this pocket in life. Mm. Um, And so to acknowledge that I think is just, I love the transparency of it. If I may give you a morning mantra Mm. for you to say to yourself, you know, here we go. go. you You ask yourself a very simple question. You look in the mirror and you say, what it is, ho, or what's up? <laughs> and let me tell you, <laughs> that's a simple question. <laughs> you greet yourself, and then you ask yourself, what's up? And then from there, you know, like, what's up? What is up? Like, what's up? Uh, that is, that's going to be a morning mantra for myself. I hope you adopt that as well, Kalisha. I created that just for you. Um, but yeah, look in the mirror every day and say, what it is, ho? What's up? What's up? what's kalisha getting into for the day yes i love that and as moms that's something we also have to very much take into consideration i've started doing it in very small ways right like i said i used to consider the moms what y'all want to eat for dinner and sometimes i use that when i don't know what i want to eat but then now i was like you know what when i know i want to eat something i'm not asking Mm. i'm just making it i'm just gonna make it I'm just gonna make it. This is what if y'all don't I want it. You'll like figure it out. Yes. Yeah. I yes. want this tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I love that. For you. No, I love that, Kalisha. I love that. Let me let me see what the next one is is saying. Ah, I love it. It says <laughs> I don't know. This t- yes, the subject to this email is I don't know. I don't need the girl. Bueno, me llamo Susie. Hey Susie. Okay. Full disclosure, I've been in the white wine a little bit this evening. Have you a drink? <laughs> anyway. Have you a drink? <laughs> Have you a drink and reach out to us. That's what we love. Love it, man. A few weeks ago, Kia talked about all of the mental clarity and self-actualization that 40 yes. brings. My and God. I just wanted to comment on that. Me and my mom's birthday are four days apart, September 12th and September 16th. Shout out to the Virgo gang gang. (laughs) In addition to both being black women Virgos, we are also only about 19 years apart. Having young parents is hard, blah, 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 blah. But the benefit of that (laughs) is I wouldn't trade for for anything in the world is having the opportunity to watch my mother grow up. Yes. The week I turned 21 is the same week that my mom turned 40. And you really would have thought it was the opposite. (laughs) The once extremely conservative woman that didn't want her daughters to follow her quote-unquote mistakes of being a young mom has become a fun-loving, confident person and let her damn hair down for once. Go ahead, mom. I'm now 27 and watching my mom's confidence grow in her 40s. Yes. And it's so inspiring. And I cannot wait to not give a fuck. Listen. Best Molly. Yes. <laughs> Yes. I love that. Oh, thank you, Sugar because Pie. The lights I love come that. On. The lights come on. And Let me tell you just something. your capacity to say, I don't care about that. It grows. And my mom told me, she was like, she was like, when I was when I was entering my 30s, my mom was like, Let me tell you something. 20s was cool. It was all right. 30s, I I, I had a good time. She said, 40s, oh, it just it just elevated. We up. She's like, that's we my up. favorite time of my life we up. is my 40s. We up. Okay. So just saying. Um, but I, I I love I love that you shared you all's dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that you've had that perspective as well 
of watching your mom grow into the person that she is. Uh, and I love that you're watching her go through many different eras. And I think that's a beautiful perspective because we've been talking about our own eras. But this is one where she got some outside perspective. I so thank it. you, Susi Mali. Yes, Susi Mali. Uh, Susi Mali. The next uh, letter is uh, the subject is titled Determined Era. All um, right. In my determined era, listen to this episode the day after finding out I did not pass the Florida bar on my first attempt. Mm. Extremely mm. disappointing news. However, I keep telling myself delayed is not denied. That's it. I am able to pass this exam. Um, and come April 2024, I will be sworn in as an attorney. Determined period. to get, period. Determined to get focused again on studying already creating a study plan for the February bar exam, determined to pass on my second attempt. All prayers and encouraging words are appreciated. Thank you for this episode and reminder that each season of life is just that, a season, the seasons change. And that's from that's us. That's it. Alejandra, and Alejandra. Alejandra, Alejandra. <laughs> um, Alejandra, I'm the proud The seasons of you. change and yes. all the seasons are necessary. Yes. I was just talking about this. I was like, think about it. I know people be out here and they're like, I hate winter. I hate. Listen, when you have winter allows you time for rest and rejuvenation, which then goes into spring, which is like kind of a clearing out and a coming up. Out of that summer is where it's like, okay, we're fully bloomed and blossomed and outside. And then you get into fall where you just start to kind of prepare yourself again for, you know, for getting things done, but also falling back into that ease. And so that rest and rejuvenation, every season is absolutely necessarily yes. e necessary, even if it's not our favorite season. Even if it's one that we don't necessarily love, it is one that we need. Yes. And so we send you all all of the encouragement yes. you are going to motherfucking kill the second part period, period. and you know what it's the time that it needed to happen and i know yeah. that that is cliche and we don't always love to hear that no. but listen nothing is going to change in between this time outside of you growing more confident and what you're studying and what you're learning and what you've learned yes and your constant your grasping of the the concept of that and all of that so we send you yes. all the encouragement. You got this. Period. As someone who has failed exams in graduate school, after graduate school, um, one of the things that I learned in that process um, was failure is still learning. Mm -hmm. uh, we often sometimes think of failure as the end, but it is necessary, as Jade said, in exposing how little, you know, what we still have yet to learn about a thing. And... Uh, you know, nothing is wasted. What I've found mm -mm. is that, you know, in most cases, when you fail these tests, when we fail these kinds of ex exams, almost never, people don't, almost people, you're never, almost never asked, how many times did you take it? Uh, no. You know, once you pass, no. you know, all that will matter <laughs> is that you passed it. Nobody's going to ask mm -hmm. you how many times you had to try. Uh, and even Date if, of your bar exam, da 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 whatever the right. fuck. Like, um, nobody's nobody's asked you that. Nobody it's just ever a part that. of your journey. It's a it's a part mm -hmm. of the steps. And like we said, there are no elevators to success. Only the steps. You can't skip the steps. Some failure is often a step. 
And so you're just taking it. And I love that you're taking it on the chin. You're acknowledging that it's disappointing and it's okay to be disappointed, but you're disappointed and you keep going. And that's what we love. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what we love uh, to see. So shout out to you, Alejandro. We're praying for you. Keep us posted. Mm-hmm. Keep us posted. We'll be excited yes. to celebrate you when you pass. Okay. Because you're going to pass. And, but like we're celebrating you now for even also making the attempt. And if I may put my father's business out there for a minute, <laughs> I've been telling, listen, I had a conversation with him today. <laughs> and and I, he said, we were, you know, just talking about family things. And he was mm-hmm. like, well, you should, why don't you talk about some of this stuff on your show? I said, I already did. Had a whole mother episode. I said, and before that, had a whole father episode. Did? But so I, left. I was like, I've been talking about y'all niggas. But, <laughs> but, um, if I may, my 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 dad had to take a my dad has had to have a shift and a pivot at this age in his life mm-hmm. and took a test recently and didn't pass it and was really discouraged about it. And I was like, My brother, you are sixty years old and when is the last time you had to take a test? Exactly. Like, so now He's been turning off ESPN a little sooner <laughs> and on. sitting down and buckling down It'll a little teach tighter. You that maybe I need to change my preparation. Yeah, some habits approach. and some ha- And I'm not saying that for you. What I'm saying, yes. I, I wanted you to know that people people are always shifting and transitioning and changing and face disappointment at all junctures of life. When in in that, oh, you got the sirens this time. It's not me. <laughs> and, and you know, people. And my father is an example of that. A sixty-year-old mm-hmm. man who also faced that disappointment and is going to go back and take take the test again. And so I you're going to do it, and you're going to feel better when you do it. And we are rooting. We're rooting for you. We were all rooting for we you. We're all rooting for you. Oh, sugar plum. All right, let's see who's next. Okie doke. Good morning. Good morning. I usually write in for graduation announcements, but I just wanted to chime in regarding this most recent chime woman topic. It's me. It's my me era. My energy, my evolution, Mm -hmm. my extraness, my eloquence, my earnings, my excellence. Oh, come on. Oh, this alliteration. And excellence, yes. Yes. Had to pause for a little praise dance. (laughs) I'm a boy mom in these raggedy crotch fruits. (laughs) I love that term, by the way. Um, I forget what I... I told Dr. Raquel, I came up with one myself, but I'm going to figure out what it's called. (laughs) My little nuts and berries. Um, So, let's see. She's I'm a boy mom and these raggedy crotch fruits seem to forget that they used to live inside of me. And I nurtured them until I pushed their almost nine pound asses out of me. I still love them though. And shout out to my man. <laughs> shout out to my man. My man, Thank my man, my, my man. man. Shout my out man. to my man. <laughs> but it's about me right now. Love you guys. And that's from Lauren. I love that. Lauren said, listen, I got two nigglets. I oh, know that's right. And one big one. And right now I'm focusing on who? Moi. I'm worried. Me, myself. I- I'm worried about myself. Breathe. Okay. Me. Love that. You want to the- read? We have the one last more. one. We have one more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hi, Jaden Kia. First, thank you so much for the thoughtful content that you put out every week. Thank you for listening. Uh, she says, I've learned a lot, shopped a lot, love the Black Biz recommendations, and been inspired yes. a lot as I've listened to your show over the years. That said, I'm writing in after listening to the In My Blank Era episode to tell you that I'm in my getting my shit together era of my life. Um, oh, that's right. I'm 48 years old. And while I didn't really have a vision for this big age, I know I'd like to be doing better than I am. 
Not having a vision is probably what got me here, but I'm taking the lessons of the past, getting rid of the, getting rid of the BS from the past that still affects mm. me today and doing my absolute best to move forward. Right now, the focus is on finances. I have way too much debt and for someone of my age who would like to not be working for the rest of my life. Uh, and speaking of working, I've always known I want to work for myself. The fear never stops, so I have no choice but to go for it. So that's me in my era. May we all be blessed as we strive, climb, and thrive. Um, she said, Ashe and Amen. Hey, come on, sister. Um, Go ahead. But yes, I love come that. On. Focusing on Thank yourself. You. And I love that you own... That's from Anika. Uh, Anika, mm -hmm. I love that you own that you didn't have a plan. Right? So many of us... Yeah. You know, it's because it's life be lifing. Okay? Boots. All upside our heads. All of the time. And um, it's easy to just sort of be in this mode where you're just reacting and responding to what's happening around you. And, uh, you know, that's enough. Right. So it's 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 easy to, you know, uh, let the uh, intentional planning um, yeah. of your season sort of fall by the wayside. But I love that you acknowledge that I don't have a vision, but I would like to because there are some yes. goals that I want to reach. And in order for me to get where I want to be, I have to make some changes. And uh, I love that you are getting rid of, you know, pausing to reflect on what hasn't worked, making some different choices to pursue things mm -hmm. that may work better. And mm -hmm. you're getting yourself together one thing at a time, focusing on finances, then moving on business and, and your future. Um, and so... Shout out to you, Anika. Girl, we are in your corner. We are behind you. Thank you for listening yes. to Getting Grown and know that Jade and Kia are in full support of you getting your ish together. Uh, and we're proud of you. Can't wait to see what's next. Yeah, we doing because we're doing the same thing. And honestly, Period. I love the transparency. I love the transparency from everybody, but I really love Anika's viewpoint. Mm -hmm. I love that she's like, because it's the, it was the, what did you, what was the part you read? Um, I like, first of all, I like the first part. I know, I don't know. I didn't really have a vision for this big age. I know I'd like to be doing better than I am. Mm -hmm. And not having a vision is probably what got me here, but I'm taking the lessons of the past uh, and doing my absolute best to move forward. I think the wanting to is a huge step mm -hmm. because a lot of us don't even have the wherewithal to acknowledge the, the want. Or the desire. Sometimes we're just too tired for it. And I think you saying, okay, I know I want better and I don't know what that better is, but I know that it's something. And now I've got to do something about that. And I really find that to be very encouraging. So we appreciate all of you all for sharing your current eras and, you know, for keeping it just real authentic with Kia and I over here. We try to keep it authentic with you all as well about where we're at struggle and challenge wise all for the sake of letting you know that we are not alone in this raggedy ass yeah. ghetto take, that we all collectively live in. Yes. Take that to yeah. heart. And if you are in an era or a season of struggle, know you're not in it by yourself. If you're in an era mm -hmm. where you're trying to learn new things uh, and develop new practices, know that you're not in it by yourself. If you're in an era of figuring it out, you're not in it alone. If you're in an era mm -hmm. of pursuing, uh, you know, a, a, a more intentional focus on yourself, you're not in it alone. So let's lean in to each other and continue to share what we're learning as we go. Because that's what this kitchen table yes. space is all about. That's what this, this sort of platform where we sort of process through the ghettos of adulting is all about. So I love that, you know, from Anika, 
um, who is 48 and our other little sister who is 19. Right. You know, uh, mm-hmm. all of us are sitting around thinking about this, going through this. So anybody anywhere we may fall on the spectrum, you know, that you can mm-hmm. have some um, sisterhood, some partnership, some camaraderie um, uh, in this in this season and era of your life. So let's get it. We we out here yeah. as we're moving into we 2024. I'm proud of us. I love that. I'm, I'm I really am. Mm-hmm. And I I can't wait to kind of revisit this conversation next year and and see where we're at because it will be somewhere different hell yeah but let's move on to this uh self-care i know that's right segment let's do it once again this segment was brought to you by target and black beyond measure target has you covered from a range of black owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of hbcu excellence Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure. The leaves are turning, the weather is cooling, and you guessed it, honey, pumpkin, spiced, everything is in the air. Fall vibes are now vibing and trending. Whatever you're into this fall, you can find it at Walmart. Entertaining, gorgeous fall-inspired rose gold flatware will take that potluck up a notch. And greet your guests in style in an internally classic sweater dress with a bold red lip. Tailgating, homecomings, apple pickings, grab a chunky sweater and some Lux loafers for an elevated fall outing. Or pair that dark and moody floral print dress with a modern boot for the perfect low-key glam look for any fall occasion. Stay in for a cozy evening at home with a beautiful pillar and scented candles in warm and earthy colors. Fleece blankets, velvet throw pillows, and the perfect at-home self-care from the beloved brands uh, like Elf, Kristen S., Bubble, Dossier, and Skin Proud. Whatever you're into this fall, it's now trending at Walmart. Head to the Walmart app to shop right now. I deserve It is time for the self-care slash I Know That's Right segment. And I wanted to share an I Know That's Right this week. So I found out today um, via an old classmate that the Black Kitchen series oh, yes. is being advertised on mainstream radio. I love that. Because I asked her, I was like, um, so she was like, congratulations, I heard you on the radio for your ad. And I was like, yes. Thank you. What ad? <laughs> and she was like, the African American food series. And I was like, were you listening to a podcast? And she said, no. This was on the radio. And she gave me the, the network. And I just, I don't know how that came to be. Um, we did not pay for radio ad space. <laughs> that was not a part Thank of God. the marketing it's truly budget. It's fame for me. I love it. I'm grateful for the, because so much work was put in from so many different people on this project, and I know that I've spoken at great lengths mm-hmm. about it, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just, I'm, it, every single part, moving part of this project was intentional with from every single person who was involved with it. And it felt like a, a beautiful, intentional uh, offering as we were doing it, as we were creating the content. That and so through. to see the yeah. the fruits of that, right, to, to see that that has translated and that is how it was received is just really a beautiful feeling. And I'm so grateful. And so I just wanted to share that because... 
I'm grateful. I'm just, I'm just so, I'm so, so grateful. I really am. Very and if you're proud. listening to this and you had any hands in that, please make yourself known. Very I'd proud. love to know. Very and whoever proud. sent me that bounty in full box, <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful, but I want to know where it came from so <laughs> I can say thank you. <laughs> no, I love that. What's your, what's yours this week, sister? No, I'm grateful. I'm grateful as well. I want to encourage people who have not yet voted for the Black Kitchen series on Signal Awards. Please do that because we want to support this content. Um, and sister, you know, I think that it's not it's not uh, surprising that folks are pushing this uh, content out because it's great content. It's awesome work. And so I'm excited that it is getting the recognition that it deserves. So shout out to you and the whole team. Thank you, uh, sister. At Black Kitchen Series. Um, my... Uh, you know, uh, black women self care is uh pretty basic, um. But you know, as I've been on the road for work, traveling for the last six weeks, and I told you guys that I had this is the first weekend in a long time that I got to be in my own home in my own space, and so I took mm. that time this weekend to reconnect to my house, spend some time here. I went grocery shopping. I cooked in my own kitchen. I, you know, I spent time. Uh, I spent most of the weekend here at home, had a little work to do, but, you know, really just sort of let myself be at home, enjoying that, uh, enjoying my space. And y'all know I love it here. So it was just a beautiful weekend for me to reconnect to my house and why I love it. And um, very simple and nondescript, but very meaningful uh, because I just love my house and I was so grateful to just spend some time undisturbed, unbothered. Ooh, you deserve that. In my own space. <laughs> God is good. God is Sister, awesome. isn't that, I did the same thing this weekend mm-hmm. and I didn't realize how much I needed it. And you know what? That's what, that's what it was. Reclaim your time. What I did on Sunday that I, I, I was telling Tristan I want to make a lot more regular is Sunday dinner. Sunday dinner. I realized that I have gotten away from Sunday dinner I and too. it is just... It is important to 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 our ancestral beings. Yes. You know what I'm saying? To our roots. And so I was like, I want Noah to grow up and say she ate Sunday dinner. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like she she had that. So I wanna I wanna be a lot more intentional about that. And it felt good. I made a roast. Yes. Um with a good gravy. You know we love and gravy. a side of white you rice. You know we love rice and gravy some yams and mac and cheese because you must have them together and then of course some collard greens and some cornbread a sturdy sunday dinner and i sturdy sunday dinner i too uh made myself some meal i made some fried cabbage i made some smothered chicken and rice and gravy Mm. as well a time was had a time was Mm -hmm. had Oh, that might be because, you know, I was going back and forth between collard greens and cabbage. Mm -hmm. And I think next time I'm going to make cabbage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love a cabbage. Love the cabbages. I do. I do love a cabbage. I do love a cabbage. Well, that is our self-care. And now we're going to round this out on the negative note that we love to and head on over to these petty peeves. Petty, petty. It's that time of year again to bring the HBCU energy. Target has you covered from a range of Black-owned or founded products alongside impactful opportunities to support and invest in the next generation of HBCU excellence. Whether it's homecoming or brunch with the girls, add an exclamation point to the menu with the Bronx-owned Ghetto Gastro's waffle mix and syrup and slutty vegan's tasty dips. 
Even better, make it a party with fun games like Lyrically Correct and Culture Karaoke. Discover more ways to tap in with Black-owned or founded products for your next social gathering. And oh, by the way, did you know Target's bringing back the HBCU Design Challenge? A creative competition pairing HBCU students with Target mentors. Keep an eye out for Target Scholars as well, a scholastic program offering financial assistance and internship opportunities for HBCU students. Lock in with Target this homecoming season and beyond at Target.com slash BlackBeyondMeasure. You know what else Target is doing? They're sponsoring season two of Illuminating Intersectionality, hosted by myself, Chef Jade, Dr. Takia Robinson, and friend of Hey Friend Hey. It's a three-part series, season two, that discusses intersectionality as Black women in different spaces. And in this particular season, we are covering what? HBCUs. Episode one focuses on illuminating Black women scholars and the scholarly contributions of Black women at HBCUs. Episode two focuses on exploring intersecting identities in predominantly Black spaces, where Fran talks about the foreign-born experience and HBCUs and how we can unify as the diaspora. And episode three, hosted by your girl, explores cultural expression and the HBCU experience through the legacy of food and culture. Illuminating Intersectionality drops homecoming week. Make sure you listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. Time for the petty peeves. This is very petty, and you know, I it is selfish, <laughs> but I nonetheless I must express it because it's on my spirit. My nail lady. Oh. I know what you're saying. The last Please. the last appointment I had was Open right it. before we were going to Vegas Let for it Renaissance. Out. Let it out. And, you know, I'm there and she's doing my Renaissance nails. And, you know, I did all these facets of different metallics, Mm -hmm. bronze and copper and gold and silver. Beautiful. And then she tells me at the end of the appointment, I'm going to be going to Japan for the next month to Mm. go visit my family. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. And I said, oh, month. okay. Like you're coming back like. Like third week in September, <laughs> and she was like, "No, first week in October." Mm. Oh, nigga, do you want to go ahead and make your appointment? And I did. And do you know I'm still living with these Renaissance nails now? I understand. And I feel I've been where you are. <laughs> I feel I've been where you so are. raggedy. I've been exactly They're all where grown you are. Out. Nobody can really tell because of the design yes. that I have. Yes, I'm showing you all on Patreon. I'm I'm giving the transparency. Nobody could tell because of the design, but when I look at them, I've got a quarter inch of motherfucking growth. I've been where you are. I know this. I know this trauma well. And listen, I, hate it. I acknowledge that uh, you know, those who work in the service industry, you're 
entitled to your vacation time. You're entitled to spend time with your family. We're not saying that you should. I just would offer that we really miss you when we're gone, when you're gone. Oh, your pre- you know how we say like, you know, if I don't show up to this job, nothing's going to blow up. When you don't show up, it does. And like it, you know, we got to live in the rubble. We just des- because you deserve to live your life. <laughs> but I just we do want you to know that you are sorely. It's a relationship. Missed. It's absolutely yeah. a relationship. Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Uh, I, I I fully resonate and align with what you're saying. It's for like sure. when your nigga be gone for a long time, you handle no dick forever. Mm. So when he comes back, it's like, oh! you know what I mean? <laughs> Speaking of which, I asked Kia before this. I was oh like, my God. <laughs> I wonder, I'm not going to do this. I need to do more research. But you know how aloe, you know, aloe can be pH balancing and aloe is found in a lot of natural vaginal I'm somebody. I'm products. sure somebody who listens to this show not knows the, the answer to Eve this. And stuff, but you know, like the natural ones. Mm-hmm. I wonder... If it can be used at aloe gel as a lube, I just wonder, and I wonder <laughs> if you know what it means. I do not. <laughs> I do not. <laughs> that was just a random question I had. Anyway, what's your petty peeve? <laughs> My petty peeve is for uh, so I was buying some clothes. My friend is getting married. Uh, in a couple of weeks, and I have to attend the wedding. Looking forward to that. Uh, it is a black gorgeous. T- it's a black tie wedding. This is not, I think this is my first black tie wedding. So you oh. know, naturally, we're looking for the gowns, darling. Beautiful gowns. Yeah, beautiful gowns. Great um, and I came across a website. I will not disclose the name, <laughs> but I did come across a website, and I found a dress, and I was looking at the size chart. Mm. And um, I understand, understand that these these companies have the right uh, to 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 size their products as they see fit. I understand that. Mm -hmm. However, I do feel like there are certain things that are just egregious. Uh, (laughs) And I'm speaking specifically. um, and we know size. I'm, I'm, I am working. I'm in my era of reframing mm. and re- oh, yeah, adju- a reframing era. That's a good one. Adjusting my concept of things. And you know, size is an issue for me. It's been an issue for me. It's it's deeply connected to trauma. Uh, you know, mm. I used to be teased around the size of my clothes. Um, mm. my, my mom used to threaten me with uh, getting my clothes oh. from the plus size store store as a Mrs. Child. section yeah and so um size that was the, so ugly why would you all call a section a little missus yeah. that's so fucking ugly the, sorry um, go ahead the so i have a lot of i'm working through some things as it relates to the number on the label in the clothes okay okay this but, but this particular company you know you have the size chart they'll mm-hmm. show like large extra large and they'll show the corresponding numeric size. Mm-hmm. This company at Extra Large was the size 10. Okay. 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 Because I recently saw another one where an Extra Large was also a 10. And I was like. An Extra Large was a size 10. Uh, a double X was a size 12. A triple X, 3X was a size 14. Hmm. And the corresponding measurements 
um, the measurements, the hip mm. measurements for the triple X size 14 was like 42. Whose yeah. hips? Whose? Are 42. Nobody wearing a size 14. Like, that's around your ass. That's what I'm saying. Too, Nobody man. wearing a size 14 jeans has a 42 inch hip. No. I will go on the record saying that that is just an impossibility. The math does not math. It does not compute. Sounds like boy math. So, <laughs> so my petty peeve is for this sizing that is counterproductive because who does the size 10 extra large help? Who does that help? Who does that <laughs> affirm? Who? Who? Mm-mm. Yeah. The um, math's not mathing. And I'm still doing my work and shout out to all of the, you know, all of the uh fitness girls, the shapely, slim, thick fitness girls who have been helping me in my reframing journey by, mm-hmm. you know, helping me to understand that some of your favorite fitness girls are wearing size 16 jeans because yeah, they have absolutely. to. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and and there's nothing wrong with it being a size 16, but you know, I'm just sort of in my just owning my own sort of uh, uh, issues around this, and just saying that I was particularly triggered by the number on the sizing chart. So that was my petty peeve for the week. That's fair. That is frustrating. When I was doing the pants, which I need to bring back, mm-hmm. um. I was like, how do I, I wanted to make sure that it wasn't triggering people's traumas that, you know, it was as accuracizing as possible based off of a black woman's <laughs> body and measurements. You know what I'm saying? The fit was explained. This, if you want a looser fit, get this one. If you want whatever fit, get this one. And we just did it as a one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Try to keep it as a, try to keep it streamlined uh, as, as we could. And so... I don't think a lot of these companies realize what they're doing when they do that. It's also like, you know, it's somebody double zero who may not understand the body of somebody who is a size 16 and how to. And that's why you need to diversify your staffs and people who are working with you so that you can include all that you can or be accurate in what you have. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, conversely, on the other side of the spectrum, uh, extra small started at like a size four. And I know that there are people who are smaller than a size four Absolutely. who would not be served by this particular brand. So I understand that there, if there are challenges. We're talking about sort of marketing and commercial. Like, you know, when you want to sell a product, there are certain restrictions and things that you don't have control over. But like you said, mm-hmm. sis, there are ways that you, as a distributor, wanted to be intentional about being inclusive and making people Absolutely. feel good as they buy your products. And so, Absolutely. you know, having a, a wide range of representation, uh, you know, all that stuff matters. Um, so... Yeah, that's just my honest issue. I recognize that it is personal to me and my stuff, mm-hmm. and it may not be something that's wide, uh, you know, widely felt or experienced. But it was just like, come on now, I'm a tall, and 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 a size ten for me. Literally, in no reality, is a size ten an extra large. It's just not. Come on, <laughs> it's just not. 
And literally, it's also not a 42-inch hip. <laughs> 42-inch <laughs> hips is given, like, whose hips? <laughs> Maybe when I was 18. <laughs> like, I don't know. Anyway. No, but I no, said and that shout out on, to you for doing your work as well. I'm trying. And, and, I really and am. trying to reframe really and know that this is not a personal attack. Mm-hmm. It also does not speak or negate the hard work that you've been doing to keep yourself healthy. I'm just being healthy. honest that it made yeah. me, it was very cringy. I had to literally get off the internet, give myself a break after I saw that. It was like this dress. And I mean, they were very clear. It was, it was very clear that I didn't need to get the dress because they was like, Please follow the size chart. There is no stretch, no lycra. Yeah, no, no. I'm no, like, so this no. is we just. We don't yeah. need all of this. No, no. But I'm just standing in solidarity with my girls who may be out here. If you a size ten and you wearing a two X, know that we know your pain. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I feel you, sis. I do. We feel you, y'all. And that is another episode of getting grown. Yes, it is. Thank you all so much for tuning in every single week. Um, thank you all for supporting. We just had Mother episodes, a very special episode featuring our sisters, yeah. Franiqua and Crystal Jean. Mm-hmm. And so we hope you all enjoyed that. We'd love, love, love to hear your feedback, um, your experiences in the same way that we discussed your eras and you were the mm-hmm. visual there. Let's discuss your, your relationships with your mothers too. Because again, this is a community-based show. Um, and it's really all about personal experiences and people knowing that they are not alone within within those experiences. So with that being said, sis, take them out, tell them what to do. Make sure that you're doing your best to moisturize your mind by attending to the business that is yours and yours alone. You also mm-hmm. want to moisturize your insides by drinking enough water, making sure that you're prioritizing, uh, you know, getting uh, hydrated. And staying that way. And you also want to moisturize your skin, which is your largest organ. Tell them why, sis. Because your black will absolutely crack if it is dry. Oh, and make sure you tune into the Patreon. We got lots of good stuff coming your direction. Kia did some stuff. I did did, did some stuff. We keep doing stuff. We coming back. We coming back to the Patreon. Yes. that, you know, we got uh, uh, committed to things and... And and fell away from our schedule, but we're getting back on track. Oh, absolutely! We are we are pushing out the content now. Okay, so uh, you know I'm relocking my hair uh, with with my friend, and we're twisting and talking. Mm -hmm. And Kia is talking about uh, amazing Kia esque things, (laughs) and and I'm going to be making onion powder and 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 boosting things for the immune system. We should cook, so we should get on there together. Well, if you come for Thanksgiving. We That's can do, redo our Thanksgiving, our greens from last year, but oh. we can do more. Mm. These are mm. facts. These are actuals and factuals. We will work that out. Think through that. I will. Anywho, we were supposed to be ending the show. So thanks, everybody. Bye. Love you. Bye. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket.
paid for by NHTSA.